0: Thank you for visiting the Queen's catalog. Mind the roses, please. Hello, everyone. This is Glynis O'Donoghue. I am sitting here with Kisten Jordan. Uh, We are in a coffee shop, so you will hear some ambient noise. Um, I think it's going to make it a really um, rich interview. So uh, if you hear steaming coffee and people talking and music, that's what that is. Uh, Kisten, I'm going to hand you the mic, and I'm going to open the catalog. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, I take a a question-a-day journal. And my guests pick three dates, and they answer the question that is on that date. And I try my very best to not talk over them like the extrovert that I am. So I'm handing the mic now to
1: Kisten, and I will be pulling out the catalog. Hi, thanks. Um, Let's go with my birthday, October 24th. Oh, wait. Can I ask you
0: one more question? Sorry, I forgot. Kisten, do you mind telling the audience how you
1: and I met? (laughs) Duh. Well, Well, Glynis, we met... Originally, at your play with Donna Scott Productions, mm-hmm. um, women doing Hamlet, yes, and you were fantastic in it, and Thank I r- you. really enjoyed it. You're awesome, <laughs> and um, once again, Donna Scott is our
0: Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. I'm She's say it. yeah. Um, and Kisten, before we go to the dates, what do you do? Describe your work.
1: I'm a graphic designer and um, artist. I'm still working on the artist you part. Are an artist. I am. So, um, graphic design, I've been on my own under um, the business name Kiston Creative Studio for the last four years now. That's awesome. So Congratulations. Thank you very much. Four years of
0: work. Okay. Yeah. So, back to the catalog. Okay. Um, what was it? October 24th. I love October. Me too. It's, it's my
1: favorite month.
0: October. All right. Oh. Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. Uh-oh. Okay, here. Um, the question is, how are you? Write it in a rhyming couplet. Two lines of verse that rhyme and have the same rhythm.
1: That's brutal. That's, That's brutal. <laughs> look, at my, look at my answer.
0: <laughs> I did not answer it. I just wrote, uh, fuck this. So we're going to do another one. Let's do... Perfect. Um, just we'll put your finger in and we'll get one. All right. Ooh, April 28th. Who would you trade places with for just one day?
1: Ooh, goodness. I don't know. Okay. Th- you will appreciate this. Uh-huh. I would love to trade places with Georgia Hardstark on My Favorite Murder. <gasps> because I love that podcast. I wait for, anxiously wait for it every Thursday for a new one to come out. It's just so much fun to listen to. Yeah. It's murder porn, as they yeah. say.
0: And they they have done a lot for mental health stigma, and um, are you a Georgia? Yeah. I'm I'm a Karen. Oh, you're a Karen. Ooh. Man, if I could get them on this podcast, I would die. That would be my favorite murder. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think you should totally email them, and um, we need to start a petition.
0: Yeah. Something. I did email them, like, when I was having my... like sleepless nights so they're probably a little wary because I emailed them once and then another time and then a third time to apologize for emailing so many times so maybe you can email them
1: Well, I'll do that yeah they're great to listen to and like you said I I really admire what they've done about mental illness and really bringing it to the forefront and making it not such a stigma to talk about
0: awesome all right let's pick another day okay let's just oh Oh, okay. April 29th. Who can make... Wait. Oh, man. This says something about me. Who can you make happier? How? I'll put
1: this here again. Oh, my goodness. What did you put?
0: Oh, um... You can read it. I can't read upside down. Oh.
1: See above, see above, see above. Oh. Um, oh. Or is it this one? Hey. Figuring. It's this one. Figuring it out. Um, figuring out what will make me happy. I think it's one of those things where you just have to get out of your comfort zone all the time. Um,
0: how can, no, who can, who can make make happy? happy? No, who can you You make make happier? happier? Oh, like how can you improve? Who can you improve their life? And I put, let's see. Oh, I put me. Oh, I'm selfish.
1: Figuring out what will make me happy. I like selfish. I think that's a great answer. Yeah. Well, because when you're in a zone where you, you've found your happiness, mm-hmm. you can help other people to do that yeah. easily. It, it's like finding the, the secret decoder ring or something like that. Yeah, it, what,
0: people are drawn. People are drawn to it. I think happy people give off an energy that is, you know, that is sparkly. Yeah, uh, and so if you're happy, other people want to be with you. But for me, I have to be careful not to give that away.
1: Me too. But it's also kind of one of those things where, like... One of my deals is I love taking classes. I love learning new things. Like lifelong
0: student. Yeah,
1: lifelong student. Absolutely. And when I get excited about something like that, I feel like I want to talk about it and I get other people excited about mm-hmm. trying to find their, their path or something yeah. like that. So, so yeah, I, I like trying new things and especially when it comes to art, art classes, yeah. learning to express yourself yeah. is helpful for everybody. So you're helping yourself and helping others.
0: Yep, you got to put on your life ma- life mask. What's that called? The your, the breathy thing from the airplane. Put on okay. your put on your mask before helping <laughs> I others. See your mask. Yeah, yeah. And I love how in every picture there's like a tiny child that's being neglected, and they're like, not even the child. Okay?
1: Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, let's okay. do one more
0: date. Okay. Which do you want to do random?
1: Um, let's do October first.
0: October first. All right. Doo, doo, doo. I'm flipping <gasps> ooh, I like this one. What are you a geek about?
1: Oh, I'm a oh geek about God. a lot of things. <laughs> this is good. Um, what I'm a geek about the most is um I mm-hmm. love binge watching and binge listening to anything yeah. that's like epic. Yeah. I
0: know so,
1: so it could be like books like mm-hmm. anything like Games of Thrones, yes. um, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. That sort of i 'm not i don't consider myself a big fantasy geek, but if it's a big long drawn out story like that, mm-hmm. I am all about it same thing as far as you know movies or like trilogies or um, movie i mean television series anything like that that's got like a really long storyline I am a total geek about and
0: do you, do you like it because you can because I like those things because I can kind of lose myself in them. What draws you to the, you know, the big kind of behemoth
1: thing? Uh, same thing. To totally get lost in it, especially if, if it's a, written really well, mm-hmm. it's a big world all into its own, right. and you can just get lost in it.
0: Yeah. And what is, um, what is the latest thing that you have binged for TV and then books?
1: Uh, let's see. Um, for TV... Altered Carbon
0: I saw Netflix suggested that for me but I got a little icked out by the body stuff
1: yeah it's um it's futuristic I of course watched it because the lead actor is the guy from The Killing and I can't remember his name right now but I love the I love The Killing (laughs) and um so so yeah it's kind of it's another sci-fi series but yeah, it's um an, I don't know an easy way of explaining it without giving anything away but they can look it up. They'll they can look, look, it, look it up, up yeah, and yeah. Up I this. highly recommend that <laughs> one. And then um as far as books
0: Do you have ones books I have books that I always go back to. Like Harry Potter I always reread, um anything by Madeline Lengel, I'm so excited for mm-hmm. Wrinkle in Time.
1: That's one book that I've been meaning to read that I have to get a hold of. Oh, you got I've it. never read uh, *Wrinkle in Time*. Um, now *Harry Potter* yeah. gazillion times. Mm-hmm. Watched the movies a gazillion times. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. My, one of my all-time favorite books is um, *Christopher Moore*. Love *Christopher Moore*. Yeah. But it's um, *Sacra Blue. And if you're an artist, you definitely want to read it because okay. it's a fictionalized version of the Impressionist period. Okay. It takes place in Paris. You know, Vincent van Gogh shows up as yeah. a character. Um, Louis, to Louis Lutrec shows up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's one of
0: my favorites. I saw, I went to Chicago and saw his paintings in real life. And they're just... They're electric. Like, oh, when you stand in front of
1: them. Love him. And, and he plays a major character mm-hmm. in it. So, it has to do about a certain... I don't want to give anything away. But it's a certain influential person in the story that has something to do with all these great artists. And I highly recommend it. Uh, it's fantastic. Did,
0: he, did Christopher Moore write the um, the story that was from the viewpoint of Judas? Did he... Is that him? He...
1: He has one that's called Lamb. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. Jesus' best friend. And I still haven't read that one. I want to read it. That's good. But now his others, like the vampire books, as far as um, Bite Me, Mm -hmm. and I think it's You Suck, or something like that, (laughs) and um, something Demon Keeping. I'm not quite sure the exact title, but yeah. Very cool. He's. It's it's humor but it's also a really good story
0: right well there's i think you know there's only so many stories that we can really tell as humans so every age has its retelling of certain myths and this kind of reminds me of picasso at uh, Oh shoot i'm gonna forget it steve martin wrote a play uh called picasso at lapis it's like but it's the same thing um I think Charlotte Repp did it before they closed. Oh, wow. Um, but it's a meeting of these great minds at a cafe in Paris. So you should look that up. Oh,
1: I'll definitely And Steve we'll Martin's that amazing. Up. I
0: saw him. He came to town last summer when I was pregnant, and it was
1: incredible. Wow. Yeah. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: So um, we've done our three questions. Is there anything um, left unsaid or something that sometimes when I – when someone asks me a question – I answer like without thinking, and then ten minutes later, I I think of a right answer. So, I just get the impression that you and I are kind of have the same kind of brain. So, are there any is there anything that has bubbled up that you want to add?
1: Um, I can't think of anything, but I'm sure five minutes from now I will. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I well I have a question like that for you. Um, when did you like? At what point in your life did you start identifying as a
1: creative? Like, have you always
0: been a creative person?
1: I I've always been a creative person. Mm-hmm. I, think um, is. I, I think so too. It's um, I think I think it's hard to finally call yourself an artist because mm-hmm. you're always judging yourself and your work. Yeah. So I'm just now getting to where I'm. I'm <laughs> adding that to the oh, graphic designer and artist. Mm-hmm. So you know it's. It's one of those things where you got to put in the work and feel comfortable with presenting yourself that way. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just now getting there.
0: Yeah, it's true. Somebody, I forget who, I heard a really great quote yesterday that was hope as um, work I think, and not hope as magic. Like there's a difference between like, I'm going to hope and dream and just you expect something to fall in your lap. Right. Um, but hope goes hand in hand with work. Um, and I really like what you said about identifying as an artist I think a lot of people here in the Queen City struggle with that Um, and definitely people who are looking at us from the outside don't think of us as very creative and I'm hoping that this (laughs) tiny podcast will help change that
1: Um, I think it will and
0: are you a native are you a Charlotte native
1: I'm not originally from Charlotte but close enough I'm from Stanley which is just 40 minutes away in Gaston County. So, yeah. So, hence the accent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love listening to different accents. Um, All right. So, is there anything, Kisten, that you want to plug... Um, or if, if just send people to your Instagram so they can see your work.
1: Or sure, um, you can visit my website at kistincreative.com, and you can find me on Instagram at Creative Studio.
0: And can you spell Kisten? Just because that's a unique name, I've got the same issue. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, <fine>.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's Kisten, K I S T I N. Awesome.
0: All right. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, for doing You're this awesome. with me and uh, Charlotte. Thank you for listening. If you like this show, please go on iTunes and subscribe and listen. That's the only way um, I can see kind of who's, who's listening. I think I still don't have enough ratings to even show up on their, uh, what do you call it, radar. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much. And until next time, this has been The Queen's Catalog with Glynnis O'Donohue and
1: Kisten Jordan.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.